your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to a Monday of Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Just a couple of things going on today, right? <laughs> so, uh, open show. So if you want to call, you want to text, today's be, be the day to do it. 608-785-7914. What's the biggest news? The The fact that the city of lacrosse is advising against trick-or-treating? Is that? No. Is, that a, is it the Trump visit? Would that be it, maybe? The Trump tax thing? The whole tax thing? The <laughs> showing your taxes? Trump's claiming uh, it's all fake news, the New York Times story. If you haven't heard, you'd have to get a subscription to the New York Times, or you can go to wisdomnews.com and, and read. I think there's a, at least there's three stories about it. Um, Donald Trump's tax returns that New York Times got a hold of. Uh, this story, we had a story like this well, a couple of years ago where uh, I think the Rachel Maddow show promoted the fact that they had Trump's taxes. I think that's how they promoted it. We have his ta- we have the taxes or something like that. And uh, then you go and, and if you watch the show or you read about it, they had like a page of a year of his taxes. So this is a little bit more in-depth than New York Times. And the way the 2016 election went down, you kind of wonder, you know, would you save something like this if you're in opposition to Donald Trump for election day or right before election day, because all the stuff that dropped the day before the election last year, right? The, the grab him by the bleep tape, <laughs> the Russians meddling in our election thing, uh, Hillary's emails, <laughs> although Hillary's emails seem to be, uh, the ongoing saga. But, uh, a lot of people are voting by mail, right? So, we got to get this. We got to get all this stuff out early. When's the Joe Biden stuff going to come out? Has it come out already? We got to get the Joe Biden stuff out to take over the Donald Trump tax stuff, right? And I'm a little mad at the New York Times now that all the news has come out today. That the, I wish, I feel like if the New York Times would have news dumped this on a Friday afternoon, like they, you know, like a lot of these stories usually happen, because then they're the only outlet that's got this right that's got the the good good stuff that's got it in depth because friday afternoon everybody leaves for the weekend you, you know news people are in the newsroom usually on friday afternoon friday afternoon and you know on the weekend but yeah it's probably not your big guns right so if the new york Times drops a story you'd think well why would they do that don't they want the most attention well no they want the most clicks right so they want it they want it on Friday when nobody else is paying attention so that you have to go to the New York Times because the story is always going to be there. But when all the other outlets pick it up, then you don't have to go to the New York Times page. And I'm on this story now. I didn't have to log in. I wonder if it already knows I'm logged in. I gave him my email at one point. I never gave him any money, but it looks like I get, what do you get? Like one story a month, something like that on the, on the Times page. And it is many, many, many words. Many words. You keep scrolling and scrolling. You're going to need, I could read, if I just use the hour, I could use the entire hour, I could just read the story, right? <laughs> could just. But the, the lead is kind of funny. 
uh, the lead of the story. Donald Trump paid $750 in federal income taxes the year he won the presidency. In his first year in the White House, he paid another $750. And you're like, oh, okay, well, I got to read the rest of this. What? $750. It's going to make a lot of people mad. Um, and if you go to wisdomnews.com, there's a couple other stories about this that you can kind of you can kind of dive into a little bit you know one of the quotes from from the five takeaways the headlines the five takeaways from the new york times report on trump's tax returns um just it kind of has to deal with the fact that is this odd that the the idea of donald trump paying you know federal income tax um, and then just a, a little snippet from that story. Most commercial real estate developers deduct large interest payments on their debts from taxable income, thereby lowering their tax bills. Typically, they also often avoid capital gains taxes by plowing profits from the sale of one building into the purchase of another. And then they, uh, they quote this tax expert from Urban Institute. Most tax experts expect, expected you would find little in the way of tax payments by President Trump. So maybe it's not that odd that he only paid $750 uh, in federal income tax. I just did my taxes. I still have to mail my taxes in. I filed for an extension. I think I get till October. But then when I, I went to just submit them online, they were like, you have to mail these. And so therefore, I haven't mailed them yet because I would have to go to the post office. Because it's a little bit bulkier. You can't just go to go to the store or go to Quick Trip and get a stamp, right? you got to... You got to throw this thing in a manila folder or something and then and then mail it. And should I be worried about mailing it right now? Maybe somebody will steal all my information because it's in the mail. Um, or you just mail it, but it's annoying to mail stuff if you can't just throw a stamp on it because it's a little bit heavier. 608-785-7914. Again, the talk and text line if you want to get in here. Um, you know, surround. we could talk a little bit about Donald Trump coming to lacrosse. Oh, and the, the whole reason I brought up the idea that the Times didn't drop this story now, maybe next Friday, like drop it on this this coming Friday, right? Because Donald Trump is now coming on Saturday. So how great would it be to have Trump, you know, Trump's first comments or perhaps, you know, one of his first comments about the New York Times story without a whole lot of coaching, right? He's going to be in lacrosse at about, I think, doors doors or gates, whatever you want to call it. I don't know if you go through the doors or the gates to get on the, are we standing on the tarmac at, at the lacrosse airport? The airport director didn't call me back, but the uh, gates open at noon, noon, thir- 1230, I think noon 30. And uh, he's in here at three or three 30. I just, it's on was news.com. If you want to RSVP to that, the links in the story, but um, it wouldn't be great if the New York times tax story dropped at, Friday or even Saturday morning, and then Trump came to lacrosse, and then we get him untethered talking about this stuff uh, the way he did the other day. So uh, that would have been that would have been great. Like how much attention would lacrosse have gotten for that? So um, all right, we're gonna have this Rick guy do the news here in a minute. I'm gonna read. I got a, I got one text. Well, we got a caller. Who's calling? Scott's calling. Let me see here. Let's go to the phones before we go to the go to this Rick guy did the news. Uh, is it Scott? It is. Hey Scott, go ahead. You're on the air. Um, just, just to let you know, I think that, uh, it's going to be a little crazy on Saturday around here, isn't it? I, you know, I know you're talking about it right now. Um, I don't know how we get tickets. What is it that we got to do? Can you, I I just jumped back in the car. (laughs) I should have been listening. 
Are you going to be Sorry. listening, Scott? Are you going to be listening here for a minute? I am listening. I know. I know. No, I just see Bill Fian is on hold, so I could just ask him right now. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's fine. Right. I'll right. listen. I, 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 yeah, I didn't expect to be on that quick. Thank you. <laughs> That's all right, Scott. Uh, didn't expect to be on. I, put, I had him on hold for a while. Hey, Bill, are you, is that you? This is me. I uh, just happened to be jumping in the car here, and I heard you wondering about uh, the timeline of events for the president's visit. So I thought your listeners might be interested in learning a few more details. Yeah, and um, I, I will say it's so, it's on wisdomnews.com. Gates open at 1230, event starts at 330, and there's a link to get the RSVP. But, yeah, go ahead. What else can you give me? Yeah, um, you're going to want to get there at 12 o'clock. Uh, you also want to make sure you go and you register online for those seats. Um, it's very possible that they're going to sell this thing out. In fact, I'd say it's likely. So make sure you go online to get the tickets. It's the only way that you can get into the event. And Bill, when you say and, uh, Bill, when you say sell out, you you just mean you, the tickets are free, right? Right. Yeah. There's but there's a limited number of seats available. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they'll probably have some overflow outside of. It's going to be done in airplane hangars, my understanding. But uh, yeah, there's going to be limited availability in terms of you know actually getting uh, good seats to see the event. So. I would encourage people to go and register for those tickets right now. How did you hear about it, Bill? Because I I talked to a couple of people, and I didn't I didn't ask everybody, but the the mayor didn't didn't hear from the like Trump campaign or anything. He heard about it over the news. So how did you hear that he was coming to town? Well, I speak to the people that run the Trump campaign every day, so I, I've known about this for weeks. Okay, you should have broke the story right before it came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, it's it's very exciting that he's coming here and uh, you know, there's there's going to be a huge crowd there and I just uh, want to make sure people understand how they can go about getting tickets. So, hey, Bill Fian is the uh the the director, the what, what the Lacrosse County Chair of the Republican Party, is that how we say that? Yeah, I'm I'm the chairman of Lacrosse County's Republican Party. I'm also the chairman of the 3rd Congressional District Party, which is the 18 counties of the 3rd Congressional District. I'm, I'm going to test your knowledge because Brad Brad sent me a note today. Brad's off today, but he sent me a note because he takes the days off where all the important information drops. He says every president has been in lacrosse um, since Reagan. He said Ronald Reagan didn't come to lacrosse as president. Uh, do, you, do you know if Ronald Reagan was ever in lacrosse? <laughs> Uh, I don't know because uh, that's a long time ago. Yeah, I was in college when Ronald Reagan was elected. Yeah, and Brad Williams is the human I wasn't Google. As interested in politics back then either. <laughs> no, neither was I. Um, yeah, and I, I just I just thought I'd throw it out there because Brad Williams, who remembers literally everything, doesn't remember if Ronald Reagan was here. But uh, so so who knows? I I don't know how we how we check that. It would be kind of weird, but we'd have to ask maybe uh, somebody with uh, ties to the political process in lacrosse for for you know whatever for, since the 80s that would be my predecessor walter balt former chairman of lacrosse county and third district chairman walter's in his 70s now i'm sure he could give you the answer all right 608-785-7914 bill just text the uh text me his number if you have it <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh, hey it's very exciting to have the president here i appreciate your taking the time to make sure people get that information 
And uh, anytime you need answers about what's going on with Republicans, give me a call. I'm happy to Bill, help you out. Bill, do you have any comments on – are you still there? Yeah, I'm still oh, here. Do you have any comments? Did you read the New York Times story on, on his taxes? And, and what did you think of all that? I mean, it's a gigantic story. Uh, well, I did read it this morning. Uh, the first thing is that it's from anonymous sources, so I don't know how credible all of that is. But, um, you know, as somebody who's owned multiple businesses in the course of my life, I can tell you that every business enterprise pays huge amounts of taxes. Um, you're talking about <clears throat> things like the property taxes on the buildings that he owns uh, that sustain governments in places like New York City. Um, you're talking about the personal property for taxes for the possessions inside those businesses, at least in a state like Wisconsin, we have personal property tax. You're talking about all the FICA matching taxes for all the employees that are employed in those businesses. You're talking about sales tax for sales that are generated in those businesses. So to say that he paid $750 in uh, income tax and think that that's somehow significant um, I think you mentioned earlier, uh, businesses that are in a growth mode are often reinvesting in their businesses. They reinvest the profits back in. So uh, I'm not sure how much that tells us about how much Donald Trump pays in taxes. I'm going to guess his multi-billion dollar empire is paying hundreds of millions of dollars in taxes. Uh, now, I don't know if you're the owner, if it's your wife. Yeah, you guys own the Salon Professional Academy in Onalaska. Uh, one of the one of the kind of the funnier lines in 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 the takeaways was, uh, you know, he deducted like seventy thousand dollars in hair hairstyling uh, for the TV show The Apprentice. Do you guys teach that at the salon at the academy? <laughs> yeah, and we sure hope that one of our graduates is making that kind of money. In fact, I know they are. That you'd be surprised what you can make as a hairstylist. All right, look at him turn that into. Uh, a, a <laughs> All right, thanks, Bill, for the call. Oh yeah, I, I'll tell you something. There are hairstylists in La Crosse County making over $100,000 a year. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for the call, Bill. Yep. Have a great day. All right. That was Bill Fian. All right. Now we got to get to this Rick guy because I'm way past due to do the news. Uh, we'll be back after this. I was him. All right. Welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. I'm getting ripped on by a Main Street guy. On the text line, because I said Hickston Forest. It's Hickson Forest. I'll probably do, if there's, I'll probably, I recorded the news before the show, so I could have just like a little break. Um, so, and I literally like recorded it two seconds before I went on the air. And, uh, and I'm a robot when I read the news. Right before I have to go on the air, so I wasn't thinking. So yeah, Hickson Forest, and I'll probably read it incorrectly again in, in a couple of minutes. Uh, getting a lot of texts. I appreciate those. I'm going. I'm. I'm going through them. I'm siphoning through them. Uh, Mark just called a couple of minutes ago. I told him to call back so he could tell us the story. But uh, let's see here. I'm getting a text from someone said Reagan visited and I, <laughs> Reagan visited like look in lacrosse. Reagan visited lacrosse. Ronald Reagan October eighth at Mary E Sawyer Auditorium as a Republican candidate. October eighth. What year? <laughs> Tim, what year was that? I think I know the answer. I'm going to let Mark call back because he, cause he uh, actually had a story for us. And um, we'll see how that goes. Bill Fian just called in uh, to kind of give us a, the rundown on the Trump visit on Saturday. Uh, a couple of you calling right now. Eric from Sparta is calling. Eric, go ahead. You're on the air. 
half, uh, I got a couple of things. First of all, I was up, is there any phone number I can call to try to get a ticket down there? A number to call. Eric, you'd have to go on the internet, I believe. I don't have internet. Okay, we got it. That's okay. The library, Eric, your library would have it. You could ask someone at the library, and they'd definitely help you sign up. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Rick. <laughs> All right, no problem. My last thing, my last thing I want to say is, yep. in the lacrosse community, there was a headline, uh, fired up for the election. Olivia Hurkin. And I called, Wesley, I called the community and said, who is the author of this? I mean, who is the sponsor of this? Or is it called Next Gen? And what they are, they're just, they're trying to indoctrinate the kids like all professors are on there. And what they did is they want to overthrow Wesley uh, Sally with Mark Kelly, a Democrat astronaut. And then their government goes, change the White House, and rid the Senate of uh, Republicans so Democrats have total control. See, people are phony as they come and I talked to what they call again. Why don't know anything about that? These are local grassroots people. BS. And he knows that I told him so too. Just so you know. There are liars, this next year people are nothing but a just like the college professor trying to indoctrinate the kids to vote vote for the liberal progressive progressive things. Thanks. All right, Eric. Sparta Library. Go to the Sparta Library. Okay, I don't know what all that was. Just let Eric vent a little bit. That's all. That's what the show is for. Uh, number three. Number three, you got anything to vent about today? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Got one. I was reading in the paper yesterday that they're going to demolish that building, the old title loan place on 4th Street, where the causeway and 4th Street meet. Remember that building they bought? Right, right down here, right by me. Yeah, yeah, they're right going to demolish that building. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably put like a little Oktoberfest something up there or something, right? Oh, I was wondering. I think it's a six hundred thousand dollar question what they're going to put there. Okay. They paid six hundred thousand dollars for it. Now it's going to cost them about forty fifty to knock it down. And I was wondering if you could find out what's going to go in its place. It's going to cost fifty grand to knock that down. Well, it's a cement building's a lot of weight there. How much the would it? house is about twelve, fifteen thousand. 15,000. Okay. Pretty big building. All right. A lot of brick in it. But I was just wondering, you know, you uh, rub elbows with those high rollers down there now. See, you got your own talk show, so you know those people. No, they don't want to talk to me about that stuff. They don't want to talk to you? Nobody talked to me today. I got a couple of emails back, but nobody really wanted to literally talk to me. Well, Eric just talked to you. He ain't mad at you. Well, is he a high roller, though? I, I don't know. Well, yeah, in Sparta, I bet you he's one of the heavy hitters up oh, here. Okay. Oh, my bad. <laughs> all right. Carry on. Thanks. Thanks for the call. Um, all right. Here's Mark. Mark. Mark, go ahead. You got you you uh, you you got some information on Ronald Reagan's last visit, or maybe maybe he's visited since then. But uh, one of his visits still across. Yeah, I think he visited in '82, but. In 1980, but uh, I saw him in 1976. He stopped at the airport. I don't think he went anywhere. I think he talked right at the airport and then got back out of here like the Trumpster is doing now. Yeah, it's a, uh, maybe a global pandemic in 1976 where he didn't want to spread a virus with large gatherings indoors or something. <laughs> right. But he, because uh, uh, my dad hoisted me up on his shoulders, so I was 10 years old and was able to reach over the fence and shake his hand. He just made a 
uh, run through the people that, that were there to see him. And my parents just thought it was important to see someone of that stature, I guess. And it was uh, it was an experience that one that you don't forget. Obviously, he didn't uh, get the nomination. In CBS Newsbreak came back and got Carter in eighty. Yeah, do you uh, do you remember that at all, or do you remember actually shaking Ronald Reagan's hand, or is it one of those things your dad tells you later? Because ten years old, I don't remember anything when I from my ten year old years. Yeah, I remember back to when I was five or six. So uh, definitely at ten, and uh, the the remembering factor is just that dad hoists you up on his shoulders because that wasn't something that was ever done. There was never a need for it, and the fence was high enough where uh, that was the only way that you're able to. So there was very few that. I mean, there was people that stuck that adults that were tall enough obviously to stick their hand over and do it and since i was not tall enough then that's the reason that pops threw me up on the old shoulders and thought that it was important enough to shake the man's hand i guess yeah i can distinctly remember seeing him he was so uh young looking for his age and then obviously once he got into his second term then he looked kind of old for his age but i imagine being president of the you know greatest country in the world will do that to you i think the trumpsters really aged in the last four years too yeah yeah definitely yeah and we we could see it thanks for the call mark uh we could see that with uh obama too i think when obama took office he you know he looked pretty good and then by the end of it he was a gray-haired old man um brad's brad's texting in brad williams on his day off is listening to wisdom i don't know what you're doing brad <laughs> but he said yeah he just checked the files. Reagan came here before he was president, but not during his two terms. And then he says, no president has visited lacrosse between Ford in 1976 and Bush in, 19, in 1992. I'm getting conflicting text messages about Ronald Reagan coming in 1980 from somebody. I have a lot of text now. I have to, I have to kind of like, I'm just hitting all the different. Text on the computer is easier than the phone, but also when you got... 20 of them coming in. Uh, it's hard to figure out. So somebody texted in. I'm sorry, I don't know who said uh, uh, Reagan was here in 80. Um, but 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 you're going to have to fight Brad Williams on that. So I'm not exactly sure. Uh, 608-785-7914, if you want to add to the my inability to read all your texts at once, uh, feel free to text in. Uh, Main Street guy did did correct me on Hickston Forest, which I'm going to say probably inaccurately again uh, on this news coming up. Uh, but he, and then he's ripping him on me after that. So thanks a lot. Oh, here it is. It's from from Tim. Was it Tim? I think it's maybe it's not Tim. But he said 1980. It t- I took my two year old daughter to see Reagan at the Mary E. Sawyer. So I don't know. Is that? Is that in lacrosse? I don't know what the Mary E. Sawyer is, so sorry. I, I'm not sure that's lacrosse. We're doing technical technicalities here. Was Reagan in lacrosse? That's what we're doing. Um, all right. Back to the news. Scott's comments coming up. Everything's a little delayed, but we'll get Scott's comment coming up, and then the news after this right here. I'm with a- All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM 608. 785-7914 is the talk and text life we want to get in here. Aside from all the Trump news today and every day, so much Trump news. Him coming to lacrosse on Saturday. 
his tax returns being released sort of in the New York Times in a gigantic story that if you haven't clicked on a New York Times link yet this month that isn't COVID-19 related, you can read the story or you can go and check out highlights on wisdomnews.com. Aside from all that, the uh, appellate courts halted Wisconsin's ballot counting extension. And Joe is calling in. Let's talk about that. Joe, go ahead. I was just calling to rub it in a little bit on you, Rick, because I uh, I pointed out that Evers was trying to join the throngs of uh, liberal governors who are trying to cheat the system and have the voting go on well past uh, the deadline. And finally, the Seventh Circuit Appeals Court, you know, came to their senses and told Evers that, uh, who do you think you are trying to extend our our national election? Yeah, and what they're um, what the, the, the what the extension was was it was any any ballot postmarked November third the the election date was extended by I believe six days. So if you got your ballot in the mail that Tuesday instead of going to the polls, you just went to your mailbox and put your ballot in the mail, and the mailman came and and they they got the postmark on it on that that day. Then as long as it got to the county, whoever's doing the counting in your area, as long as it got to that person within six days, it would be counted. That's the extension. And uh, it wasn't Governor Tony Evers. It was the Democratic National Committee, the state Democratic Party, and allied groups, including places, you know, places like the Leave Women Voters, who, uh, who well, asked for that extension. Men or women liberals, if you can't get up and put your dark gray wool socks on and your Birkenstock sandals and get down there and vote on the day that it's supposed to happen, then you're not going to be able to take part in our election. So well, that's it's perfectly decided that. Why, why are you glad that it wasn't, it wasn't extended? So you, you don't want because all the votes to come? I don't want Wisconsin to be in play of finding these crap ballots that are pretending to be hidden and just found for Joe Biden so that the stuff carries on through February and March. You know, because the story is going to be we still have ballots that we're finding behind all the ventilators we didn't need. Um, Six days. Trump, uh, is dealing with Russia according to his taxes. So we can't really do anything that Trump says now until we figure out if he's really involved with Russia because of his taxes. And we haven't got the ballots counted. So they're going to try to drag this on for three or four months like they did when he first got elected. Well, because of Russia, we can't really go with anything he says until this all shakes out. We find is out it, if he's a Russian agent. Why is it three or four months? Isn't it, isn't it six days? I thought the extension was six days. So well, we're going to count ballots for six days. Any, and you said, well, what are they going to do, start expanding? And I said, yeah, that'll be the first thing. And sure enough, they did. So one week turns into three months, turns into Russia, turns into we never get an answer. Because the swamp wants to bellyache instead of getting kicked out, which they deserve and which is going to happen. All right. So, uh, well, you sound perfectly sane, Joe. Thanks. Thanks a lot for the call. Um, you know, six days extending the, the absentee ballots. It, it would make the the election a little delayed, possibly a little awkward if, you know, only a few states did that. I don't know how many states are doing that. But at this point, it's not going to be done. But it's going to go to the next level because we're going to make the uh the whole thing at cluster F, right? Like just like the 2018 elections where the Supreme court's ruling within what was it? It was less than 24 hours where the Supreme court's ruling on, on extending, <laughs> extending absentee ballots, stuff like that. A uh, couple of texts coming in here. I'm just going to try to get to all these. We were talking about the last president to come and visit lacrosse or the last president who didn't come to visit lacrosse, I should say. And I'm getting all kinds of like, 
little tidbits of from from eh, was it did Ronald Reagan? Because we've we've come to the conclusion that Ronald Reagan, as president, didn't come to the cross, but as during his campaign, he did. And then I get a little information about what, where, and when. So somebody said in 1980, they brought uh, Will said this in 1980. He took his two-year-old daughter to see Reagan at the Mary E. Sawyer which is in lacrosse, I believe, or was in, and it's where Elvis performed, Will said. And he said, also, it's torn down now. And then Tim texted in to uh, give a little update. He said, Mary Sawyer's maybe auditorium was the original lacrosse center. It was located between 5th and 6th on Vine Street. It was also the original site of Oktoberfest in lacrosse. So a little bit of history lessons. I have no idea. I was two years old at the time and not living in lacrosse. So that's that's, uh, just a little bit of information there. Uh, Bill Fian, it looks like Bill is, no, not Bill. Uh, number three is calling back. Number three, go ahead. Mr. Reagan was here when he was president of the United States. Okay, you think so? I know so because my good friend Fred Ass was the chief of police for the city of La Crosse, and they met him up at the airport and uh, took him into the city. Also, while he was meeting with the president, going through the line there, somebody called out Reagan's nickname from years ago. He had a certain nickname. I heard it, but I can't remember. Yeah, I I Googled nicknames here. Dutch, Ronald the Right, Ronnie the Gipper, the the Jelly Bean Man would have been a... a, Yeah, he loved jelly beans, too. Anyway, (laughs) the guy hollered out his nickname. Reagan stopped right in his tracks, walked over to the fence, and this guy, Reagan had done radio work together years and years ago. We hadn't seen one another for many, many years. Yeah. So we give him his card as president of the United States. And my friend Fred Ass rode shotgun in the big limousine on the way back. All right. So you, you, so Ronald Reagan was president from January 20th, 81 to January 20th, 1989. You don't think that Reagan, as a, during his campaign, this wouldn't have happened right before his, you know, before he was elected? No, so he, he was president of the United States because the Secret Service come in about two weeks to City Hall down to the cop shop and uh, wanted everybody's cooperation down there. They took over the city. Okay. All right. They knew just what they wanted to have done. Uh, uh, Mike Abraham could tell you about it. That's back in his day. Okay. I'll uh, right. I'll shoot Rob a text. I don't I don't have Mike's number. I can't call Mike, but I got Rob's number. I could shoot him a text and and ask him if if Mike can attest to this. Um, maybe even Rob remembers being his dad was in the police uh, involved with the police at that point. Um, I I talked to I just emailed a couple of people this this morning about you know hey what's what's uh what's going to happen and they emailed me back nobody wanted to talk on the phone but I emailed back what's going to happen with the Trump rally Saturday and uh Mayor Cabot said uh that he learned about the Trump rally through the media so nobody with the Trump administration told him which I thought was kind of interesting being you know um the mayor of the city where the president's going to come and you'd think you'd notify the mayor and uh but he also said the city would recommend all gatherings follow the current guidelines from La Crosse County based on the current COVID-19 situation in our community. I would recommend canceling or rescheduling any large gatherings planned for the next 14 days, including any Trump rally. Uh, I, I called the airport director to just ask how it's going to go down. He did not answer my call, nor has he returned an email yet. But, the, you know, those people, it's got a lot of emails, I'm sure. 
Um, I emailed the La Crosse County Health Department about two things, one about masks and then the other about uh, the Trump rally. And the health departments at this point said, the health department does not have a comment at this time in regards to the Trump rally. The Trump rally is, you know, one, two, three, four, five days away. It's five days away. So maybe the La Crosse Health Department will put out some kind of recommendation in terms of people gathering at the airport to listen to Donald Trump talk for anywhere between, uh, well, he can't talk for that long, right? He's got, he's got a three hour window. He, he starts at three o'clock and then he's got to be at the green Bay airport at six o'clock. It's probably what 40 minute flight, half hour flight to get to green Bay from lacrosse. I have no idea. He's can you put the jet. How fast does that air force one go? Um, but landing and everything, you got to guess like 45 minutes, right? So he's got, He's got like two hours to talk, right? Is he going to talk for two hours here in lacrosse? That would be something, right? And it's good that we get him first, right? Instead of having him talk in Green Bay first. Because we get him first, that means we get him fresh. Because once he gets to Green Bay, he's going to be a little out of steam. So he's kind of an older guy. So, uh, you know, he's not he's not going to have... At least we get him at the, the, the first time around. You never want to want to get him the second time. All right, we're going to wrap up here in a minute. we got to take another quick break. We'll be back. All right, that's going to wrap up the show for today. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll do it all over again tomorrow. Again, Donald Trump going to be here on Saturday, 3 o'clock, 3.30. Doors open at the airport. Doors open, gates open at 3.30 p.m. All right, see ya. Silly with your ice, grilly 